Shalom, this is Rizan. So I want to come on here to talk to you guys about narcissists and their phones. Their phones are their God. Like literally, they worship that phone. That phone you cannot touch, you cannot look at, you cannot have the code. That phone is on lockdown. Now, there's two types of narcs that have um, phone weird phone habits that are just not normal. Just weird phone habits. I'm going to go into the first one that's sneaky as hell with that phone. The phone, like I said, it is a top secret gadget in their life, along with their computer. But their phone is where all the... Um, Deceit, lies, their inner true self. That's where you'll see things that you don't want to see. And even then, even if you get into it, they'll still kind of keep it clean. But you'll still see evidence of things they're doing, but it'll still be kind of clean evidence. Um, meaning it's not something that will make you go, whoa. But it's enough. So a lot of times... They will not have if they're in, if they're in a relationship with you, they will not have the numbers to the people they deal with saved in their phone. So you'll go through their if you go through their call log or you see their call log, you'll just see random numbers that that are in their call log. It, it, would, it just don't make no sense. But, you know, when you're around them, they get no calls. They're not on the phone, but when you're away from them, there's hella phone numbers that are not saved into their phone. So, you know, that should definitely be alarming. Definitely be alarming. So also they have, you know, apps that you can hide certain things. Apps that look like calculator apps. So it has, it's like a hidden, it's a hidden picture app or hidden, you know, whatever. It's a hidden app. They use that a lot. They love Snapchat. Snapchat is it's 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 great because you know you can get a story or you can get a message and it's automatically deleted. There's no trace of that. And then also WhatsApp is encrypted. So if you wanted to like somehow hack their phone, which is illegal, but if you did something like that, right? Um you wouldn't be able to get to their WhatsApp messages. So they love encrypted, sneaky apps because it hides their dirty work that they're doing behind your back. Like I said, that call log, you be with them all day. They don't get no phone calls. They're never on the phone. But when they're at work, that phone log is massive with lots of numbers that are not saved. So... Another thing is, you know, um, again, they change their passcode. Even when you don't have their passcode, they're changing passcodes. They're very paranoid of their phone. I'm telling you, a lot of women, they'd be like, I don't got to check in my husband's phone. I trust him. That's good for you. That's good. But, you you know, one thing my doctor told me, even as a married woman, you should still get STD checks. You should still get checked for HIV, even while married. Even if you think your partner is doing everything good behind your back, you should, one thing, check your body to make sure 
You can never be 100% with someone. I'm sorry. People get tempted every day. You don't know that, you know, you just never know. So why the, if you're, if my doctor's telling me to go check myself for STDs while being married, why would you not want to look at your, your significant others? Not saying go through it, but I'm just saying you don't want to like at least fact check your thoughts. Like, I don't know. And this might be coming from a, a person who don't trust, but I just say this. Why would you do that? That's dumb. The phone is where everything bad that a person's doing is in it. If you want to see a person sin, look through their phone. You will find something in there that you will, that will hurt your feelings. I guarantee it. Maybe not, not all people, but you know, depending if you're dealing with the narcopath, I guarantee you better get your heart ready to be hurt. Because there's some things in there that they don't want you to see. There's some nasty ass weird porn they be watching. If you can go do history, you know, and I'm just talking about these toxic people with their phones. I'm not really talking about normal people because I know there's normal people out there who don't have weird things in their phone. But I'm just saying, still, why not make sure, you know, you just never know. That's my thoughts. Not saying I'm be paranoid, but you just never know. I'm not... You don't want to get in the habit of going through people's phones. But for me, I think a healthy relationship, a healthy marriage should have an open phone policy. Like we know each other's locks. We 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 know, you know, like to me, like you're raw dogging someone. You're opening your vagina. He's putting his penis raw in you, coming in you. Excuse my language, but you can't see his phone. That should be very alarming to you. That's a big red flag to me. There's no privacy once we are intimate like that. What do you got? To, what, what's private? What do you, what, what? So that should be a big red flag. And that's when you should want to go through that, that phone. If somebody's doing some weird things like that, saying they want to have privacy, that's weird. So yeah, the phone is their God. Because they're able to get away with their double, triple secret lives. They're able to communicate with their mistresses or side dudes. All the while watching movies with you on the couch literally happened to me. So they can do that. And you, 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 you know, well, when you're in that situation, you already know somebody's up to no good. When they're tilting their phone away you know, typing away, leaving to go into the other room to finish the conversation with the person, you know what's up. But like I said, that phone is a narcopath's god. That phone literally, like I said, hides all their secrets. You know, you, you again, if I'm around somebody who's hella secreted with their phone, I'm going to call him a child molester and ghost him because that's just weird to me. Like, what the fuck are you hiding that you got to be that secretive? Like, is there child porn in there? That's the only thing I could think of of why someone would hide something as, as <sighs> they're weird. Um, so what else? Oh, yeah. So another secret these little demon things do with their phones is they will put it on do not disturb while you're at home. So if you suspect that you're with someone who got a phone God in their life, right? 
So if you got that in your life, what you could do is if you notice that your partner is not getting no phone call, no texts, nothing. There's like, <laughs> they're not important. Nobody likes them. No one's dealing with them. Like they get no emails, nothing, no, no, nothing, nothing comes through their phone. One thing you got to know about that is they hide their notifications from you. So even if you pick up their phone, they'll let certain notifications come through to ease your, oh, okay. He's okay. Or she's all right. Oh, she got a notification from Pinterest. Okay. Oh, he's got a notification from Discord. <laughs> okay. He's getting notifications. No, they hide certain notifications from coming through their phone. They won't let you see the Snapchats coming through, the Facebook messenger messages coming through. They hide those. They also, like I said, when they're at home, that phone is on do not disturb. So when you're sitting on the couch and that phone's sitting in, oh no, I go, man, let me keep going. Let me, let me finish this though. When you're sitting on the couch and let's say that phone is face up because they love to keep that face down phone stuff, you know, like I made a habit of keeping my phone face down. Even when I'm, even when I'm alone, my phone, I catch myself keep putting the face down, but I know why I started that was because I was getting hella messages from people. And, you know, I was in, at the time, it was years ago, but I was dating. I didn't want nobody seeing what I, you know, my messages. So I'll put them face down. Like my phone's always face down. So I made a habit of that. But a lot of times narcissists make habits of that too. But like I said, when you're sitting on the couch and you see that phone's face up and it's on the table, whatever's next to them, next to you, call it. Call the phone, you know, you know, this is sneaky as hell. Pretend like you are about to call somebody else and call the phone. And if it don't, your phone call don't show up, you don't get no notification of phone calls coming in. You better know you got to you got to got you definitely got a narcopath, narcissist, toxic ass person who has a phone God in their life. They don't want you to see the incoming calls from the other people who are waiting you know, a lot of times the phone games go into even they, you know, at work, that's a lot of time. That's a prime time for the, the other person to get. So, you know, another another thing about their phone is even their activity, how they treat you on the phone. Like they will stop talking to you while at work. They'll give you block timing. Narcissists are very good at doing block timing. So they tell you, you cannot get a hold of me at this, this, this time because I'm busy at work. But here's the thing. Before you got to, while you're getting to know them, that time that they blocked off now, it was accessible to you. What happened was you're locked down. That time that was accessible to you is now accessible to the other people. So they got to put you on the shelf while they're at work or doing whatever they're doing while they're sitting up there communicating with the other person. So again, their phones are always telling on them, their phone habits, their, their, and they're just how they deal with their phone. I will never trust a person in my life. If I can't touch their phone, I don't trust you because I know my phone right now, somebody goes through it. Ain't no naked pictures. There's nothing weird in my phone. Nothing weird. I'm not scared of someone picking up my phone and scrolling through my pictures. They might be seeing some weird screenshots of not even weird, just screenshots. Like what the hell? Why are you screenshotting this? Mind your business. But 
And it's not screenshots of her people. But I'm just saying, there's nothing in my phone. So I want somebody like that where they're not nervous about me picking up their phone because there's nothing in there. A lot of times these narcopaths keep pictures of their victims in their phones. Just like they keep souvenirs of their victims. They keep pictures of their of their victims. So you, you know, that's the type of dude that you'll see that always has exes, pictures of their exes, even when they're married or and they've been married for over 10 years. They got pictures of their exes. No children with this ex, they just got a picture of them. Because they're weird. They did not move on. They never move on from any other exes. They just recycle through them. But I'll tell you this right now. I'm not a recycle. I'm not a recycle bin. You're not going to recycle me. This is as far as it goes. You will only hear me on here and see my pictures. But you will never see me in person unless somehow you find me. And you already know straight hollow points. So don't even try it. Don't. That's not no threat. I just know that some some of you people that get out of my life, you're weird. You can't be trusted ever again. I know for a fact my life was in danger with some of you. So do not come around me out of the blue trying to find me. I will feel like my life is in, <laughs> in danger a little bit. <laughs> I will scream and run or hunk my horn, whatever the hell it may be. Just don't come near me. Don't. I'm just joking, but I'm just saying, just don't come near me. I'll just ignore you, honestly. I'll ignore the living hell out of you. You will not exist. You will never see my eyes lay on you ever again. This is, and this is, goes to multiple people. Don't. We got to learn how to live without these people. They're crazy. They're crazy. They're crazy. And they always come back. They always stalk you because that phone is their stalking device. It's another reason why they don't want you going through their phone because you can see how many other exes they're still stalking. Still trying to communicate with. Sending lame ass shit to them thinking that's going to get their attention. It's not. That's weird. Stop. Be normal. We're in our 40s almost. Come on. We're not kids. This is a grown woman doing grown-up stuff. Stop. Come correct. I don't understand, you know, like, just don't trust people who don't, can't, can't. If you can't touch their phone, don't trust them. I'm telling you from a life experience, I will never trust a man if I can't touch your phone. Period. You want to kiss me? I don't know where your mouth has been the night before, yet I you want me to trust you like that. But then when it comes to your phone, I can't even touch it. That's weird to me. That's strange. That's strange. The privacy levels with these narcopaths is like not equal to your boundaries of your body. It's strange. So yeah, they will stalk their exes through their phones. That's another reason why they don't want to have you touch their phone and Again, pictures, souvenirs. They'll keep old videos of that you sent them. When y'all are now broken up, that's why it's probably not a good idea to do that. Don't be a sexy wife. Send nasty pictures to your husband. You never know if he's toxic. If you got a loving husband, do whatever you want. If you guys are in a loving, healthy marriage, keep it good. Whatever you got to do. But when you with a toxic person, do not send no pictures. 
if they start taking pictures of you, shoot, better just know that those pictures are being whatever they're doing, whatever the reason why, better know it's, it's being used for. And again, if you figure that out, you can sue them or at least get them arrested. I'm big on getting these narcopaths arrested. Get them arrested. If they do any type of cyber crimes against you where they're showing any videos, any pictures, any recordings of you that were not authorized by you, get them arrested. Call the feds. I am serious. Don't sit back and uh, he, he showed my vagina to everybody. No, call the feds. That's a cyber crime. That's cyber stalking. Call the police. Make a police report. Do it again and again and again and make sure that they get, make sure that they catch a case for doing that kind of stuff. Don't sit there and be embarrassed. Every woman has a vagina. Every man has a penis. If someone shows it, oh well, but get their asses for doing that. I'm telling you, do not sit back and let them get away with sitting up there, sitting, sitting private stuff to other people. Because they'll do it again and again and they need to know, no, you met the right one. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't let them get away with that stuff. Because again, that phone is their God. It has everything in there. Pictures that will be used against you later. Videos that will be used against you later. Voice recordings that will be used against you later. Hell, even on their cameras, they might have your medical information that will be used against you later. All of that is a crime. Report them. Anyway. So... Their phones, man. And then like they said, the app. So God, Facebook, <sighs> Facebook, 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 and Instagram. I mean, Instagram, obviously, you know, if I have a dude and he has Instagram, you know, this might be coming from insecurities, but I'm going to still fact check you if you in my life. I want to know what the hell you're doing on Instagram. I'm not gonna, I'm not, we, we're, we're in the end times. We're not, I'm not giving people grace like that. I'm not God. I don't know the, the matters of your heart. I need to test this theory out. I need to see it with my eyes. So with that, nah, I need to know what the hell, what kind of activity you be doing on Instagram. Like, I don't care. We're going to, I'm going to figure you out. And if I can't do that because Instagram got holes on it, you know, social media, when you deal with the narcopath, that's their another place to go and you know they they that's their that's a, a, another level of oh god let me tell y'all it's another level of their deception you know not now you know you got the regular chicks that they they're actually in communication in their text messages emails on their phone but then you got the other chicks that are in Facebook, Instagram, and their DMs there. So they're, they don't, they, they're just in the DMs. They haven't leveled up to getting the phone number yet and getting on the phone with this narcissist. They're, they're just warming these chicks up. So you got you to gotta watch what these people are doing on social media. You know, that's, that's, that's another great way for them to hide things. Now... I'm going to go into the other type of narcissist. And this is one will blow your mind. But still, these are the ones who are open with their phones. 
and you see something that's a little bit, eh, what's this? And they, they'll stonewall you. They won't talk to you about it. You'll be in a full-on relationship and you can see some woman clearly having a long, ongoing conversation with your person and they'll just not even answer the question. They'll just leave it up to you to figure it out. And let's say you figure it out, you bounce. Then they start stalking your ass. So come to your house, come to your job. They're weird. They're fuck. excuse my language. I mean, stop cussing. They're weird. They're strange creatures. They're strange things of the things. They're weird things. I don't understand them. Like, why would you let someone see your conversation? And then when they decide, okay, I'm going to leave you because obviously you got other things going on with other people. I don't want to have nothing to do with that. You show up to their door. You show up to their house. You start messing with their cars. Like for a whole year, somebody was messing with my car. Doing weird stuff. I don't know who it was. I can only guess. I can only guess maybe two people that. I don't even know y'all because people have these people show up to your house <laughs> once you try to leave them they are weird but yeah you know they'll do stuff like that I don't know maybe have you spaz out but for me when I when it happened to me I, I leave I left you know I wasn't bounded to that person there was no legal ties I wasn't living with them so I I just left um But yeah, they will let you see the stuff in their phone and, you know, they'll be open with their phone. Sometimes they will actually, when they get that phone call, delete it right away. Everything's deleted right away. Everything. Um, so they'll, they'll have, they'll be open with their phone, but they'll still be sneaky. You know, they'll delete stuff, uh, or sometimes they'll just be straight open with it and they will delete <laughs> this is weird they will be open with it but what they'll do is let's say you you see a, a text that doesn't seem you know whatever you're going through their phone you know you're in this is a this is this is just coming from a toxic relationship because again healthy relationship you're not doing all that you don't got to go through your husband's phone or wife's phone and read text messages I'm just trying to tell, tell, tell you guys from a situation when you're with a toxic person, this is the type of stuff you end up doing because their phone is their God. But so anyway, you'll go through their text messages and then you'll see like there's a whole conversation that they know you're reading, but there's stuff missing out of the conversation. So the girl's like, you know, I hate you. Da, 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 da. And then he's like, calm down. And also just the conversation, there's just stuff missing in it. So, you know, they, they know you're going through their phone. They know you're going to ask, but, and then they're not even, they're they know you're going to read it, but then they're going to just like delete certain things. So you don't know the full spectrum of that relationship that you're, 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 you're now a third party in. Cause that's also triangulation, you know, narcissists are big on triangulation. So, you know, that's triangulating you. That's now you're, now you know that there's this other person and now you, if you, if you're, if you're on that level, you're going to start competing with that other person. And that's a big problem. 
you know, and they, and they big on that. They triangulate you that way. They triangulate you with your, their family. You know, they always got to bring a third party in the midst of the relationship to, to, to like, you know, to have your mind altered where now you, instead of you dealing with the narcissist alone, now you got to deal with that third person, what they might think and say, what they're going to do. You know, that that's another way they love order out of chaos. They rule their house out of chaos. They don't know peace. So that's another type of narcissist that I have came across. <laughs> and, you know, anyway, and it's weird. You know, they, those are the types that are just very, very, they're not that smart. They're just not that smart. You know, it's kind of obvious that type of toy and manipulation. After that, you kind of like, all right, well, I see what you're about. I'm leaving. And then they stalk you. <laughs> Dumb. So, all right, I'm going to go into computers now. So when it comes to computers, they will keep that computer on lock. You cannot get into it. Now, I am kind of, I know you can do it on your phone, but I always think when people are hella private with their computers, they're child molesters. I don't care. Like, that's some weird shit. Like, I can't touch your computer. What is in there? And I always think it's child porn. And that helps me, like, leave the person faster because I'm like, that's weird. And I don't need to be going through your stuff. But like I said, you know, you're intimate with this person. And there's parts of their lives that are, I, I don't understand. I don't know. I mean, I guess I got to understand privacy more in a relationship. But to me, if you have a lifelong partner and that's your lifelong partner, I can understand taking walks alone, getting out sometimes to do things, you know, to get, get your mind right. But to have privacy where there's an aspect of your life that I can never know about is a red flag to me. So anyway, that computer is weird. They will have, if they're into, um, what is it? What's that meta thing kind of thing where they put the glasses on and you see, what's that? Virtual reality, right? They're into that. They're cheating on you in there. I'm about to say something very crazy and I experienced it and I've seen it or I've read about it. They will have sex with cyber cyber women like cyber create things that they created in their in their computers if they're on virtual reality you better believe there's another there might be another woman that they are playing in a virtual reality world with and having sex together i know it sounds weird as hell but that really goes on y'all like <laughs> the shit man hold up <laughs> people being naked in their room laying on their floor with uh, virtual reality glasses on doing some weird shit is what you will get if you got a narcopath that has that type of that type of uh life style they will have mistresses in their computer games literally they will bring her on to play their, you know, uh, play their, play their, their favorite video games, whatever they like, um, that, that mistress will try to, you know, she'll, she, especially if he's married or she's married, let's just say like they're a gamer, right? 
that the other mistress, she's going to try to do whatever she can to make sure that she's better than the wife. The wife not, might not be into video games, you know? So that mistress is going to be the bestie friend that the wife can't be because he loves video games. So now you notice that he's hella private with his games, even like you can't, if you want to play a game with him, you can't because you're going to see the message in the Xbox messenger or I don't know. PlayStation has messengers on it. Um, you're going to see messages in the DVR or DVR. Sorry. Uh, uh, v- VR games. You're going to see messages in his compute, you know, in their computer. Just that I'm telling you when someone's private with their computer and they, and they're, you know, they're a gamer or they're always on the computer for hours. There's another world there too. It's a whole new world out here. Like these people hide their triple trouble lives in computers, their phones. And then let's not even get to the, when they go to work, I'm telling you there's supply for these narcissists everywhere they go, everywhere they frequent, they must have a harem of people in us in in that in that in that um if it's in their phone they got to have a harem if it's at work they got to have a harem if it's hell at the gym they'll have a few little stragglers who like them there like it don't matter there's always got to be someone around that's paying them attention and even if they're not in that narciss- narcissist face the narcissist gets gets fuel off the of thoughts of the idea of knowing is fucking with you. So if you're just around them in the vicinity, but you're not really talking to them, but they see that you're bothered or you're just ignoring them, that gives them thought fuel. They're now getting a high off of your reaction and you might not be reacting to nothing. Sometimes they're delusional. They're so delusional that they think you're thinking about them or you're bothered. Right. And they get thought fueled off of that. So you just can't win with these things. They everywhere, everywhere they go, they got to have something around them that makes them feel good because they're lonely, disgusting creatures that have no conscience. Their feelings are only activated when they are making other people feel like crap. So they're soulless beasts that don't feel nothing. And, only, and like I said, they need to make you miserable to feel good. And then they frolic off to the sunset with their new victim. And they put all this phone and computer and workplace and attention seeking onto the new victim who was just like you. No, nah, I was never no side chick. Hold on. I'm going to say this. She was like you, meaning she wanted or he wanted to like, and mind you, when I talk, you can you could try your best to like this can be a woman doing this stuff. You know, this could be a woman. I hope y'all could hear me, but this could be a woman doing this stuff. So. Um, dang, I hope y'all heard me because I did not notice my microphone was like low. <sighs> but yeah, they can um this would be a woman, but yeah, they will they will you will be the new woman thinking or man thinking that you got the best thing all the while they're plotting behind your back, smearing your name to their coworkers, smearing your name to uh the people who they're about to cheat on you with, just smearing your name to anybody that both of y'all know. All the while you're trying to be the best 
and there already got the time clock ticking on your uh your time with them so yeah y'all just be careful out here that's what they do you know um these people even somehow find emails like if you're listening you're listening that's on you but yeah somebody literally emailed me i ain't giving my email i'm like what the hell how you get my email like they'll they'll still they'll research you Every, everything, everything about you, they'll research. They'll find shit on you. Excuse my language. I've been trying not to cuss. They'll find things on you, find information on you. You won't know how they find your information. They'll know things about you. You know? What I put on here is what I put on here. You can try, try to get, I don't know. Do whatever you need to do. This is a public platform. I had it for years. I'm not going to get rid of it because toxic people come and go out of my life. If you, if, if you feel like this is about you, well, then you need to switch up and change up your life. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't put nothing on here that I, I don't tell people in real life. I'm very, very transparent with myself. Um, I I know, you know, there's almost only so much someone could do to you. I'm still going to work, still have my still have my money, still have a home, still have my car, still have my health. And, and you're going to know parts of my life. It's not going to bother me. What are you going to do? Judge me? I judge myself daily. God knows my heart. What am I going to hide from God that I ain't going to hide from a human? Someone could try to come at me and use my podcast to like mentally mess with me. It don't bother me none. Nine, ten times out of ten, I already know you're about to do it anyway. So Why? Why should I be bothered and be private? But when someone knows certain things about me that I didn't tell them, that does kind of make me say, what the hell? How'd you figure that out? I didn't give you that. So that phone is their God. They do weird things on there. They will start research you. Research their old supplies. Sit up there and, um, yeah, just have information you didn't give them. Strange, strange indeed. Strange, strange. These are strange little little creatures. Strange little creatures um, that don't know how to get over their exes. All they know how to do is ignore their exes. You know, like they're they're moving on is like, ha ha, yeah, bitch, I ain't gonna talk to you again. Ha 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 ha. Nah, yeah, she's gonna miss me. Oh yeah. Oh, she's probably she's probably crying right now. Oh, she. You know, that's their that's their moving on. Our moving on is like <laughs> lesson learned. I hope to never do that again. Man, I'm strong. I've been through a lot of stuff with that person. You know, I really love that person. I hope they, I hope, I, I, I hope even though they're demons, man, I hope they, I hope they have a nice bath while in hell. Like, I hope the, the lava is really nice and hot for them. Like, that's how you need to be. You don't got to be on some, ah, you know, like, I hope they're in pain. No, just wish them luck and you move on. Find something better in time move on be happy if i bring up anything on this podcast that was anybody in my past life it's not because i'm not i have not moved on i'm bitter i'm hurt no i'm not gonna be bitter i'm telling you that right now i work daily not to be a bitter person bitterness kills bitterness makes you a hurtful person bitterness 
takes the love, takes the joy, takes the consciousness out of you when you're bitter. When you're bitter, you can't see God's creation. You can't see God. And I am not flexing. I do have some bitterness. That's why I say I work daily to get that bitterness off of me. But I know when it when it consumes me, I'm not me. I'm dark. And I don't like to be dark. I like to be fluffy and happy and, and content. Even when I'm going through dark stuff, I still strive to smile daily. That's why I got smile lines. So can nobody ever again in their life use anything I say on me publicly against me. And it hasn't really happened, but people try it. When you're as open and honest as I am, people try to morph their their manipulation around what you tell them. And that's why it's smart to keep your thoughts to yourself sometimes. But I know being vulnerable like this is helping other people. And look up the word resilient. It is what it is. I live that life. So what I fought bigger battles than people. I I fought a lot of battles, (laughs) a lot. Went up against a lot of shit, corporations, mega churches and won lots of shit. I'm telling you guys, it's, it's, this is, this is light work to me. This is what God created me to be is like, I don't know. It's no way that people go through this much trauma and there's no way that you should be silent about it. There's none. I don't I don't see why God would have me go through all this just so I can sit around and and and, and mope and pity and 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 just ruminate over all my horrible experiences. No, I'm going to tell people about it. I'm going to tell you how I got the hell over it. You know, Dealing with just dealing with shit, just dealing with life. It's it was difficult. So, you know, I I just to me, someone tries to come at me and tries to make me feel bad for anything I've been through. That's an automatic like you were cut out of my life. And I'm not crying. My nose is uh, stuffy, <laughs> honestly. But no, it's um. Ain't nobody gonna do no no. No, I refuse. And they make, and somebody does that to me, honestly, I feel nauseated because a part of me wants to like, I see the demon in you and I want to slap the shit out of it. Like, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Like, wow, you really trying to like use what I told you against me? Like, really? This is how far is your, this is how far your mind goes. This is how deep you can go. Is to go dark with me. Get the hell out of my life. That's that's all I'm thinking. I get sick. Like, wow, you're very childish. You're nothing. This is this is what this is what you decided to do with your life after God birthed you. You want to be a you want to be you want to be a weirdo like that. Use people's secrets against them. You're weird. That's weird. You're plotting. You got a demon in you. I know I digressed, but these people and these these nar- narcopaths, men, they all move the same. And after a while, I get bored. I get bored because I'm like, why do y'all keep trying me? Why? Why, why, why? Why? I don't understand. And I am digressing off. It's just sometimes when I do these podcasts, 
and I know I sound like a mad woman, but I literally do. I probably do got post-traumatic stress disorder from this. Who knows? It's not that I'm like sitting here crying, but it's like, wow. It's like, wow, I've been through a lot. And then when I remember, I, I get angry sometimes, like not angry. I just like get not, I'm not angry, but I just get like, wow. Like I, the audacity of it all is like these people really try it. And I'm telling you guys, when it comes to these phones, just don't deal with people who do these types of phone games too. I'm telling you, or else you're going to be sound like me, just trying to be resilient because these people will try to break you. People who do these phone games will try to break you. They really will. They really will. And I'm not breakable. I tell you this much. I still make money. I still have what I have. So, and as I say, making money is important, but that's what that person wanted. They, you know, these narcopaths want you to be without anything. Friends, family, support, God, income, a home. They take everything from you and then they want they want to leave you just like that with nothing. So when you rise up and they can't, they didn't do that, you better, you better beat your chest and be like, yeah, you didn't get me. You did not. Like you need to be proud of yourself. When you when you get away from these types of people. That, that play all these little manipulation games with their phones, with their computers, with their life, and you get away from them and you and you and you're barely unscathed. In fact, you're better because now your boundaries are set higher. You understand how far you can love, you can love a demon. That's a strong person to love a demon. Because a demon's there to destroy you, ruin you. And you can still find some type of sparkle in that thing. You should know how deeply you can love, but you got to fix you because Nick, you should not be loving no demon. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. I'm saying that out of experience, you know, you got to sometimes cut cords, cut ties when you see somebody ain't right. Don't don't. And that could be even your child. If your child ain't right, cut that cord, cut that tie, kick them out the house. Let them know. Let them know. That's, you know, sometimes you can love somebody so dark, but you got to turn around and same love you're giving them. Take it back and give it to yourself because these people, when they're demons, they're there to destroy you. So but you got to know, you got to see how deep you are capable of love. You know, that's a love that they can never, ever, they rarely don't, they're never going to come across that type of love hardly that you gave them. That's why they stalk you. They stalk you because you gave them a love that they rarely get because they usually get low-grade females, low-grade men after you. People are doing the same games. People are not, you know, to get someone who was obsessed with them is... A, a, a good and has a kind heart or their minds was obsessed with them they love lovers that are obsessed but they get someone who actually loved them and cared about them and actually had a pure heart towards them is rare to find it's rare to find but when they do find it they they don't let go of it even if they don't hit you up they're still thinking about you still looking at your pictures still looking at your social media 
They're still staying connected to you somehow because they don't like they don't like to be abandoned. Even when they abandon the relationship themselves, they still hold on to you somehow, some way to feel safe. So. Just know that you are a one of a kind type of person and you don't deserve someone not letting you have every part of their life. I want every part of your life. You're in my life. We're not we're not doing no halfies where I don't know this aspect of you. I want I want to be your best friend. I'm not just partial here and here in your life. I want to know your life. And that takes a lot of time to get to know someone that takes a lot of, you know, transparency. And if someone in my life or our life is not being transparent you definitely need to question that person's future because I'm telling you, a non-transparent person cannot be trusted. About to diverge. I do not like private-ass people. I don't like people when I meet them, they're hella just closed off. They're too scared to tell. Like, no, we share lives. We're here to share our lives with each other. If you're my brother or sister in Christ and you're too too quiet, you're, you're, you're proving me for t- 10 years, you, if you ever, if anybody really knows me, one thing about me, I don't repeat people's secrets and that's not flexing. I don't repeat people's stuff. I, I grew up with that type of lifestyle where my, I didn't have no private, I didn't have no rights as a child with privacy, meaning like it was just weird. My, you know, just when people, when you have no privacy, everything, family gossip, all that stuff, it, it irritates me. So one thing I don't do is I don't repeat people's secrets. Like, I don't. You tell me. I don't care to. It don't matter to me. I don't care. Like, somebody tells me something. But I don't like that when I meet people and they're hella, like, closed off. Like, you have no personality. You're too scared to talk talk to me. Like, I don't like that. That's a red flag to me, too, because it's like, well, what, the, what are you hiding? And then it's boring. It's like, wow, we're, you know can't communicate so uh, that's probably all I was about to say I made this hella long didn't mean to make this so long anyway with that I want to say shalom